0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of News You Can Use. I'm Ann Baldwin, one of the hosts of this program.
2: I am Lisa and Kenoki, and let's jump right in gosh, it God. seems like it's going to be on and popping here. It's going
0: to be popping. All right. Lisa's all fired up. I'm fired up too, Lisa. I got to tell you. That's why we thought we'd do a little bit of Lisa and Ann Raw today because yeah. there's so many things going on yes. in this world, in this country, in this state. And, you know, I just think we need to talk about it. Now, you and I might not agree some of the things we're going to talk fine. about our listeners might not agree and that doesn't mean anything we have to be able to have a sensible debate that's right about what's going on and
2: we have to be able to respect each other's opinion even if it is different i think that's one of the things missing today mm-hmm. is that people get so heated that they can't even hear another person's opinion especially if it deviates from their own opinion and i think if we could just get back to the civility of just being able to have a difference of opinions It'll never
0: happen. You know, I mean, it's gotten to the point where it's so bad at my house that I have to have separate group cookouts because I can't intertwine some of my friends with some of my other friends because they're polar opposites and it just turns into uh, the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. I mean it's just don't
2: say the Beverly Hillbillies. I love that show. (laughs) I do too, but it turns into the Beverly Hillbillies. So it's just Everybody needs a little granny over there with little 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 difference of opinion, a little throat. I always
0: wanted to be Ellie (laughs) Mae. In my little shorts, story. That, that seems like it could be you. <laughs> Back <laughs> and, in the day. So let's and, dig into it. So what's what's getting on your nerves well, right you now?
2: Well, you know, a, a woman's right to choose. I think at the end of the day, no matter where you are, we have to, as women, think about our voices being silenced. No matter what. Because at the end of the day, you're talking about it's women's right to choose. It's, you know, we're not talking about silencing men. We're talking about a woman not being able to make a decision for her own body, whatever that is. That's number one. But more importantly, what about the fact that if we let things roll back in time, not just for, say, Roe versus Wade, but other things, if we are silenced and we allow ourselves to be silenced, uh, what does that mean in terms of turning back the hand of times on so many other things where we weren't, uh, you know, the glass ceiling for us as women in the world of work? Uh, as women, you know, being valued at the table. I just think that we have to look further than just the Roe versus Wade, no matter which side of the coin you're on, that I think a woman, no matter who it is, I think people as individuals have the right to select and do what they choose to do. And I think if we take away those basic that basic tenet, I mean, then how do you say that there's freedom of speech? But you have freedom of speech if you're a woman. And if you, I mean, it doesn't make sense to me that we have to have something where people just can't make a decision and roll back something 50 years because then what happens if you roll back other things like slavery or other things that are just crazy? We cannot just sit by and kind of say, "Mm, this is okay. We can have a difference of opinion, but I do think when you have something like you uh, say that the second amendment or what have you in terms of the gun control, say in New York state, where they say, well, you can't, you can have, you know, it's unconstitutional to conceal weapons. But then we can, as a woman, be told, well, we can't do ABC. Or even in a country like United States of America, which sets the standards for basically everybody in the world, where in some states in this country, it is so restraining compared to other states. I mean, I'm, I'm we're fortunate we live in Connecticut. Uh-huh. A very liberal state, um, though we have always been more of the conservative It's still a very liberal state. And I really appreciate the fact that we live in a state that has. Well, when you're
0: talking liberal, you're talking about what kind of liberal?
2: Well, I guess when I'm saying liberal, and, and please don't take not my politics. words. Not okay. politics, liberal. Because okay. I just about, did. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh. We're about to get into it over here.
2: No, I'm saying in the sense that women are valued. I feel very valued. I don't mm-hmm. feel. Well, we kind of uh, set the
0: precedence, right? As yes. you pointed out yes. when we were talking. We the
2: first governor, woman governor in Ella Grasso, uh, Ann Yosello, was back in the, you know, what was it, the 60s in terms of the mayor of Hartford. Um, I mean, we just have to look. Mary Carey Saxon Perry, the first black woman uh, mayor in Hartford. There are just so many firsts that we did here. You're talking about the suffragettes with... You know, Catherine Hepburn's family and all starting over here and just so many things that we were on the cutting edge of. And I'm very proud that we have remained that and we don't have to run from our state based on whatever, you know, is going on at the Supreme Court. Now, obviously things can change. But again, I thank goodness that we are in a place that I don't feel like, uh, you know, just because of what has happened in the last couple of weeks that that we have to kind of run or move from our state. But let me ask you this. So now
0: Governor Lamont has said, however, that he will sign the bill, has signed the bill that, you know, they'll still perform abortions here in Connecticut. So what does that mean now? Does that mean everybody comes running to the state of Connecticut? I was talking to um, an OBGYN who, in his practice, they're furious because he says it's not that easy. One, there are a lot of doctors that won't even perform the procedure now if they say that the midwives or APRNs or people that are you know not actually an OBGYN or physician you know can perform these things then there's risk there then will the hospital take the people if something something goes wrong you got medicaid medicare which he says the majority of his patients um, use Medicaid and Medicare. So there's so many other complications. Is It's not that easy, right?
2: No, I, I don't think it's easy across the board. I mean, you have health care just in general that there's disparity in healthcare. So I don't think it's a really cut and dry. I understand he might have concerns, but they're bigger concerns than just his particular practice. I do think, I you know, obviously you wonder how is this going to work when you have maybe, you know, 15 states in the United States that don't allow these procedures and what about the businesses that were there functioning? They're gonna have to totally be out of business. I mm-hmm. mean, you're talking about done. They're out of business. So now they have to relocate with their entire families, mm-hmm. their entire practices. So what happens to them? I mean this is like crazy. I wonder
0: why. Why after 50 years do you think this is happening?
2: It, it's we're so polarized. We're so, you know, we, we don't even respect we we kind of I think in some respects there are people that think, you know, Let's hearken back to the good old days, and I'm like, well, the good old days. We could be in trouble with this, uh, and I don't think people are really thinking. I think they think this is necessarily good, but it's going to possibly roll back so many other things. Why in are time. we? But
0: why are people speculating on that? I've heard that, well, too, that, you know, it, the gay marriage might be in jeopardy now. Um, so many other things might be in jeopardy.
2: Listen, there were things put in the notes as far as was read, at, at least from what we've seen. Some of the justices and one in particular, I think, was Justice Clarence Thomas, actually put something in the notes. I mean, I think this is just crazy making everything from even the hearing uh, with the, the, the executive uh, assistant to uh, uh, Mr. Meadows, I I mean, I was riveted. I mean, I was sitting on the edge of my seat to listen to her because here is a young Mm -hmm. girl who has to worry about her reputation, uh, but thankfully she felt that she needed to do what was right as an American. I mean, I really watched quite a few of these hearings and you watch people that were both Republicans and Democrats who were more about the idea of being Americans, that this is for everyone. We're all Americans. And if we can't start right there on that basic premise, that we are all Americans and that we have to do right by just telling the truth. And that's really the tenets that we're really talking about. It's not about if you're on the right side or the left side. It's just what
0: is the truth. Right. And we- now her truth is being rocked.
2: Uh, yeah, but right? you know what? But guess what? Good for this young girl. Who but this is gonna make or break her, Lisa. It is gonna make her break her, but guess what? She did the right thing oh, at the of end course. of the day. Yeah. And I think if you do the right thing no matter what, you can live with the fallout because you can live with yourself, knowing that you have told the truth and that you have done what is right as an american citizen and i think if we don't go back to some of those basics and we just start thinking about do you agree with me or do you not agree with me if we just go to the basics then we can hopefully regain some sense of civility in this country because i mean when i looked at this gentleman last week from arizona who uh you know he's like speaker of the house and he, he he almost had tears in his eyes because he said he couldn't live with himself because the fact that he is just being an honorable person what his family taught him to be and i think at the core of everything all of our families all of our parents all of our grandparents want us to be decent good human beings i don't think any of our families uh you know want to teach us hey you know do whatever you have to do for the win if it's cheating if it's whatever because now we're in we're in we're we're walking a thin line here If we're saying to win at all costs, if Mm -hmm. we're saying to cheat, to do whatever. I mean, you know, I had something happen uh, recently with uh, one of my grandchildren who, uh, you know, maybe copied something. And I said, why? Why? Because one you're copying something, and if if it's a number, then then if the other person's number is wrong, your number is going to be wrong. I mean, really, to me, this is short-sightedness of a bigger a bigger problem. A bigger it's a symptom of a bigger problem. Mm-hmm. And if we don't really get down to brass tacks about just being good neighbors to people. Regardless of what they believe, we can we can agree to disagree. But we have to just go back to civility and think. You know what? We just want to be the leaders in this in this world, not just in this country. We have been the the premier leaders in this world, and people are looking at us at us. We're basically on the world stage, and they're like, "What? In What's the world? going on? Who's the leader right. here? If we well, that's a good question. Be, Who is the leader you here? Know, who's right. the leader? And that's what we have to go back to. That we have to go back to the idea that if we wanna to continue to lead, then we have to act like we are in a leadership position. But don't you feel there's a
0: little bit of polarization and intentional polarization that's put into place? I just feel that way. I feel that way from the politics, uh, that everything that's going on right now is politically motivated.
2: Well, I feel so that how people, y- people are, are, listen, I feel that people are motivated by power and what they think is a sign of success. And that is just really scary. That if you would rather have power and success at the, you know, destroying other people's lives, then, you know, where's your morals? I mean, at the end of the day, people can just go around and just proclaim you're a criminal. You did this even without any backup. That is very scary to me when people think they can just, you know, they use their own words and they can be destructive. I think that is really scary. I think what we all have to get back to doing is do your own research.
0: Do your own research and don't take it from news outlets and 30 seconds sound bites.
2: And also realize that when you're going online, because sometimes you go online Mm -hmm. and and again, you have these bots and things that are tracking your views already. So you get more of that same information that just kind of makes you think, oh, well, see, this is true. And it can't be about that. You have to go back to some basics. Let's go to more than two or three sites and things that we wouldn't normally look at. Let's go to two or three sites and get some real information. It's like when we have to do a bibliography when we were younger. We right, go right. and get more than one right. you Re- know, source. source for things. And I think if we keep going to the same sources, we will be in such trouble and what will we tell our kids our grandkids that you know we were just out of our minds and we just kind of felt this is the way it should be and we're just stuck in whatever we believe and and there's no room for maybe error there's no room i applaud this young lady for for any regardless of who she is or what she has she had the courage can you to imagine stand up and step out from all of these powerful people? Mm-hmm. But again, I kinda laugh at the fact that look at all these men and all these powerful people that probably looked at her as just, you know, yeah. this little uh, you know, secretary <laughs> yeah. or whatever, assistant. And I hope that's not the truth. But I think in some respects people looked at her and said, hey you're valuable, but I think in most respects they probably were just like, eh, she's just like a fly on the wall mm-hmm. and really weren't paying attention to her. And good for her that she stood up amongst all these other people who really had power and she could speak her truth, and it is her truth. It doesn't matter with if anybody challenges it, from her perspective, that was her truth. Those were her experiences. And if she kept contemporaneous notes, which I think she did, um, good for her. And that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. We need to feel as women, just as men, that we can use our voice. We should not feel belittled or uh, undervalued where our voice doesn't matter, whether our name is on the big moniker or whether, if we're on that team, if we're somewhere in the space, We have value and we need to get back to the basics of the fact that your voice matters no matter who you are. And you can do it in a respectful way and you don't have to do it in a malicious way, you don't have to do it in a mean way, but your voice matters. And I think if we can get back to that basic piece, then we can respect whatever anybody's decision because what might work for you might not work for me. Right.
0: But here we are. We're on the national international, we're in the national international spotlight. Right. Right with these insurrection hearings. And yeah, people and are like
2: laughing. Like, they're laughing.
0: The but then but then you say so it's Roe versus Wade, which which that's is one thing. Mm-hmm. Then there's these <laughs> hearings 6th. that are going on, the January sixth yes. hearings. Yes. And people must just be shaking their head. And I know I shake my head sometimes and say, what in the hell is going yeah. on with this world? Yes. With the United States of America. Yes. And you have the high gas prices. Yes. You have
2: homelessness that's, you know, coming out. Interest of the rates works. are, you are rising. Interest rates. You know, I was yes. talking to
0: my son yesterday who's, who's in finance and he said, mom, you better make sure you've got that that little sugar jar full of some cash, because he says, we're gonna go down hard for a while. Yeah. And he's got some good insider information, if you will, and just said, it's not gonna be good. Uh, people can't afford homes, rents are skyrocketing, food is becoming scarce. Right. I know I just went to the department store, uh, hang on, a department store. I know I just, <laughs> I just went to the clothing yes. store the other day and there's nothing there, there's yeah. no selection. When I ran into, I think we talked about it on the show a while back, the woman who worked at the deli at Walmart, she said, honey, hang on to everything. Hang on to your clothes. Hang on to everything because there's going to be nothing available. Right. right. And we see that.
2: It's a supply. Supply shortage. Yep. supply, Supply demand. That's right. So
0: here's the thing. So what do we do with that? What can we take this negative energy that's all around us and this gloom and doom I know my mother, that generation.
2: Yeah. Oh my prepare. gosh. Prepare. Yeah, prepare. That, but, yeah, that's you what's... know,
0: can it get any worse? I said, Mom, you got to go back in history. It's been worse. It's been worse. And every generation has had its challenges, right? Well,
2: I think we didn't even plan as as our generation, we didn't even plan for COVID. But it took us back to some basic things, Uh, you know, it might've made us think about what was important. And some of the things that were important were making sure where you live, where you're at, if you have a place to live, Mm -hmm. is comfortable. So I think if we go back to some of those basics, and I think not everybody wants things to go back the way it was. I think people have slowed down a little bit and I think people are okay with that. I mean, I think when I was in traffic a couple of weeks ago, I was like, oh my goodness, it took four hours To get to JFK, I was like, this is insanity. But it shows how everybody's like stir crazy trying to get out. Mm -hmm. And I think, again, if we just kind of have to do things in moderation, we can't just do things crazy. And even though they're talking about, you know, money shortage and all this stuff, the airports were packed, 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 packed. So I think, again, we have to just kind of T- be grateful for what we do have, plan for the future in the sense that there might not be. You know, I told my grandkids going to, to college, I said, listen, order what you can now because it might not be. You can't just take for granted and think, oh, I'm just gonna get that supply when I go to move in my dorm six weeks from now. You might not be able to get it because of supply chain. That's a reality. I think if we don't look and deal with those things, we're we're our heads are under a rock somewhere. Mm-hmm. Because I do think supply chain, I think uh just transportation the cost of things are just going up so exorbitant that it's going to be very very hard it was hard before this for mm-hmm. people so I think unless we kind of again kind of get back to some basics and just let's hug it out sometimes I mean if we can you hug can't it out,
0: you can't hug it out because yeah, of hug, COVID that's right? right but if
2: we can give a smile things that are free things that are right.
0: I know, know I've done that I've kind of gone back and looked at Okay, so what are the plans for the summer? Stay at my home. Enjoy yeah, my home. That's it. Um, reconnect with family. Reconnect with friends. Yes. Uh, it doesn't have to be all, you know, travel and glitz and, and, and everything. And games.
2: Else. Let's get back to some Tricky. basic twister. Twister! Let's go. I can see you doing you Twister, know, girl. Twister and Scrabble. <laughs> all those basic things that are checkers, chess. I mean, all those things that I think it's connection. We've been on our social media, which mm-hmm. I do love, but we've been on. Our devices so much we're not talking to each other i think our youngsters in particular teenagers and younger kids are so into their devices they don't know how to conversations oh, I know. so i know one of the things i i consciously did i was in los angeles recent, recently and at a couple of my meetings i had my grandkids come and sit in the meeting they were like huh what do we do well you're going to sit and have a conversation and like share your name and information and hear what we're doing let's learn what are other people doing? Let's get interested in what's going on in other people's lives, not just our own, because mm-hmm. you don't even know. And I had to ask them, do you know what your uncle does? Do you know what this does? And back to basics, you know, and one of my grandson started making like this tree of this one's connected to that one. Yeah, let's get back to writing. I made my grandkids sit and write in their little journals before we went out. I said, read. We need to read. And, he, you know, one said, I don't have another book. Okay, now you can go on Audible and get a book to read something. (laughs) But other than that, I want you off your devices and let's just have conversation. What ocean is that? You know, and I literally, I'm telling you, and I almost fell out when one of my grandkids, who is under 10, said uh, the Pacific Ocean. She said, is that Antarctica? I was like, oh my God, we're in such trouble with just basic, what are the capital cities? (laughs) Yeah. What... Are you kidding me? What is this? Like, so that's what I'm saying. Conversations where we get back to some of the basics, because if we're not teaching the basics and even having conversations about the basics, we can't go on to the bigger things. We Mm -hmm. can't go on to the bigger things Mm -hmm. because we don't even have the basics. And that's what I'm telling some of these youngsters that, you know, the world has kind of made us think you guys are getting all this information. But some of you don't even know the basics. If you don't know your 50, 50, you know, whatever states and your cities and your just how do we even know our national parks are our things we have to get back to some of our basics which has helped us to be able to become successful because we have a foundation so i think it's the foundation
0: well i think it's an educational foundation and it's the street foundation it's the street smarts i mean and people skills and that's what i find is missing in so many folks today yes so getting back to that so i think that's kind of the blessing and the problem yes the blessing and the problem with covid with maybe our economy taking a turn for yeah. the worse. And all this stuff is look at it as an opportunity to revert back to what really matters, what's really important family. Family. Yep. Discharging the stuff that's not good for you, that might be toxic. Mm-hmm. You know, looking at those kinds of things and using that as an opportunity to really. Change
2: your life, and maybe somebody else's. Right. Well, even civics—just knowing civics. When we grew up, we knew what civics. Well, you know, and you can't.
0: Yeah, but that's not always taught in school now, right? No, it's not because there's so so many other things they have to teach, which we won't even get into that. No, but that's where you come in as the grandmother, saying we, I, you're going to learn this. That's right. Because it's also up to us as parents, grandparents, caregivers, foster parents, whoever you are, whatever role you play. Yes, it's up to you to make sure. That you keep sharing, and you help these kids keep learning and,
2: and respect. I mean, I oh. think it goes down to respect. I know I I still joke when uh, people say Lisa, and um, I don't care how old you are, if you're I mean, unless you're older older than me. But if it's my kids who I have a son that's forty, if they're gonna address me as Lisa, no. What I'm do you want my to grandkids? You? Well, they're either going to call me Miss Kenoki or Gigi or, mm-hmm. and, and same thing to other people. I think it's a sense of respect. It's just like if we're talking about a president or a congressperson, the honorable, right. I think we have to learn some decorum with people mm-hmm. because right there we don't even, we're so comfortable with people, we're calling everybody whatever. So yeah. there's no real boundaries. There's no real hierarchy. And I'm talking about hierarchy well, in a we nice need, way. Yeah. And maybe a, we
0: need to go back to etiquette classes for real. i saying. mean, and And they teach all that stuff online. So get on your little computer that's right I was walking into a store this morning and this young guy was I was coming out he was coming in and the right thing to do would have been to kind of hold, hold the, door. the door but he didn't he just walked right in and it pretty much like shut it and I said to him I go thanks thanks for nothing exactly I don't care checks and balances Chivalry. it's not well it's not it's not no. even about that no people it could have been just a be woman courtesy. do right. the right thing Courteous. people that's, that's right. all you got to do exactly. well this was a good raw we yeah. hope yeah, you know, just We had to get it off our chest, right? We had right? to.
2: Oh, my goodness. Our chest. It was all worked up. It in was me all worked up, God. and I feel better, and hopefully you do, too. <laughs> I do, too. So Much better.
0: thank you, Lisa and Kenoki, for being in-house today. And, of thank course, you. thanks to all of you for tuning in to this edition of News You Can Use right here on WTIC News Talk 1080.